this morning, we are going to continue in our study of the supernatural. The Last week, okay, so how many were here last week? Don't raise your hand if you weren't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Kay's laughing. Oh, uh, I want to get a short overview of what happened, some, some things that happened last week. We talked about the spirit realm last week. So uh, a lot of people came up to me and said, man, this is such an interesting thing you're talking about. There is a spirit realm. Amen. It is entirely real. We spoke of just a few of the many scriptures that refer to heaven. Uh, We also spoke that the spirit realm involves both good and evil. It's good. It involves good and bad. There is a heaven and there is a hell. I know we don't want to, I know a lot of people don't want to talk about it. They only want to talk about heaven, but there is a heaven and there is a hell. Amen? To talk about hell has been downplayed. It's been pushed into the corner. It's, it's, it's in that corner along with sin. It's the things we just don't want to talk about, even in the church anymore. But there is a heaven and there is a hell. The spirit realm, The third thing we talked about is the spirit realm is not naturally visible to those living in the physical world. It's not naturally visible. Hebrews 11.13 says this, By faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command, so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. There's things that are invisible. We spoke about times where God allowed people to see into the spirit realm, there's times where God, even throughout the, throughout the Bible, God allowed people to see, to glimpse into the spirit realm, to lift the veil and allow them to see into the spirit realm. There are some people in this building who would say that they've seen into the spirit realm. Amen? There's some people this morning that say they've experienced seeing angels or that they've seen things in the demonic. Because it's not just times where God will allow people to see into the supernatural. People will also take steps themselves to see into the supernatural. Usually this includes uh, illegal drugs, narcotics, psychedelics. It also involves the occult and moving in and through those things. I'm telling you, we spoke about times. You know, there's times, and, and I still remember this day, my pastor, who I grew up under, uh, his name was Pastor Fred, and Pastor Fred uh, was, uh, he was high on PCP. He was using angel dust, is what they call it. And as he was high on PCP, he remembers just the veil being torn open and him peering into the spirit realm, and what was there terrified him. Some people here have experienced through drug use looking into the spirit realm. We then started to look at the entities that are found within the spirit realm. Specifically, angels and demons. Now we talked about these things and some people said, there were some people that say, well, I mean, Pastor David, do you really believe that? Well, yes, I do. Do you really believe that this is real? Yes, I do. Why do I? Because I believe the Bible to be true. Amen? It is by faith that we understand these things. It is by faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command. If I can believe the universe was formed at God's command, I have no trouble believing in the supernatural. That it is more real than this world that we live in. Amen? 
I want to make sure, I want to, you know, the reason that we're looking at this is I want to make you aware of these things. I want to make you aware that they are both real and active within your lives. That there are angels and demons, both real and active within your life. Did you know that there are angels watching over you? Amen? People like to say amen to that. People like to say, amen, hallelujah, there's angels watching over me. But if I tell you that you should also know there are demons watching you. You see, there, you know, I could go off on a hundred rabbit trails today. How many want me to go off on a rabbit trail? Just so you're aware, when a person is, let's say a person passes away, a person dies. And now a person will come up and say that they're a psychic or they can, a medium, they can contact the dead. You should be fully aware that they are not contacting your spirit, but they are contacting the demon that was assigned to you. They are called familiar spirits. They are familiar with what you sound like. They are familiar with your life. They, they study you. They want to mess you up and trip you up. They are the ones who oppress you. And if you let them, they will possess you. Come on. But if you are a blood-bought, born-again Christian, come on, you don't let that stuff happen. And neither does God. He watches over you. Amen? Amen. 77%, we talked about this last week, 77% of Americans do not believe, do believe that angels are real. 77% believe angels are real. Of that, 56% only believe that demons are real. That the devil is real. I talked about this last week. There's a famous movie quote. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing people he didn't exist. And someone said that's not scripture, but it's true anyway. If there's nothing there, there's no reason to fight against them. If there's no enemy, there's no reason to fight against them. But I want to tell you this morning, there is an enemy. Amen. We have to, we have to have a battle plan. Amen. Hey, how many signed up for the Lord's army? Amen. How many know the song? I may never march in the infantry, fly in the, what is it? Shoot the artillery. I may never fly over the enemy, but I'm in the Lord's army. Yes, sir. Amen. How many? This is a children's song that we used to sing in children's church. I'm in the Lord's army. Yes, sir. I'm in the Lord's army. Yes, sir. I may never forget the words. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> I want to say this. We don't want our focus and fascination to be with the demonic. We don't want our focus and fascination to be even with the angelic. When your focus is always on demons, you'll see one behind every rock. When your focus is always on the demonic, you'll see one everywhere. You'll see, you'll see, I mean, you'll see a demon everywhere. And there's people like that. And those people, they they need to be taught some balance. and And that's okay. But we should not have a fascination with the demonic. We should not have a fascination with even the angelic. We should have a fascination with God. Amen. Our focus should be on the Holy Spirit, on Christ, on the presence of God. Amen? We need to be aware, though, that the demonic is real. 
If you're a child of God, listen, you have the authority and power of the name of Jesus on your side. You have the authority and power of the name of Jesus on your side. We have to be careful. You know, I want to say this because some people say, well, it's okay if my focus would be on angels because that's, that's good. My, it would be okay if my focus was just on angels because, I mean, I don't want to focus on demons. That's bad. But I can focus on angels because those are from God. Bill Meyer says in his book, The Dark Side of the Supernatural, he says this, there's a real danger in thinking angels are something they are not. And it's especially dangerous when it's unnatural and healthy awe of angels grows into a full-fledged angel worship. The Bible is clear that angels are not to be worshipped. In Revelation, the Apostle John had a vision. We talked about this last week. He said, uh, he fell at the feet of an angel. And the angel said to him, See that you do not do that, for I am your fellow servant. And of your brethren who have a testimony of Jesus, worship God. Don't worship me. Worship God. For the testimony of Jesus is a spirit of prophecy. That's where we left off last week. How many enjoyed last week? Praise the Lord. The rest of you, you know, uh, hallelujah. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed last week, but I want to continue in the study, and I'm going to just, I'm going to put it out there right now. I, I truly had intended for this to only be two weeks. I truly had. And the material overwhelmed me. And so we're going to, con- this week, we're going to focus on angels. And next week, we're going to focus on the other side of the coin. We're going to focus in on the demonic. Next week. This week, though, I want to focus in on angels. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about a few things, but I want to start with this. There are times where an angel may appear to you, and it will not be an angel. It will not be a legitimate angel. While Paul was speaking to the church in Corinth, he he says this. Go go to the scripture. He makes a statement, and he says, And no wonder, for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. We have to realize that just because something appears to be good, doesn't necessarily mean it is good. The Bible says that we have to be discerning. Amen? Amen? We have to be discerning. There's times where we have to question things in order to ensure that it is genuine. Amen? There's a testimony of a man uh, who called a young Christian leader. And he claimed, this man claimed that he was in constant contact with angels. Now, I I like what I'm going to, I'm going to read this because I like what this, uh, the young Christian said. He said, It would have been easy to dismiss this man as a nutcase. But in fact, he was known as a celebrity psychic who used these angels to help the police solve crimes. And so he decided to speak to this man. The man claimed that the angels spoke through him. And as you're listening to this, I want you to be aware of what's happening here. That the angels spoke through him. They offered to let the Christian leader speak to one. He said, I'd like to have an angel speak to you. This is what happened to this man. The young man said that the man's voice changed completely. 
It became deeper, stronger, and full of authority. He said, he didn't know much about angels then. But here's what he said. The angel told him things about himself that could only have been known through supernatural means. He knew that he was an aspiring writer and offered to help him achieve fame by helping him write a book proclaiming about the deeper mysteries of God's love. They flattered him. They let him know that he would accomplish great things for God. They flattered him. He said, you know, I I didn't know much about angels then, but I began to grow uneasy. As I listened to this, I began to grow uneasy. I suspected that these angels didn't really have my best interests in mind. They were just a bit too slick. Instead of encouraging me to grow in humility and love, they kept stirring up my pride and my desire for great success. To make a long story short, the young Christian began to realize that it wasn't angels he was speaking to, but he was speaking to the demonic. The psychic had allowed the demonic to possess him. He says this, When looking at books on popular on angels, the popular books that are about angels, you can start to recognize. You can begin to see whether or not these angels are legitimate. The illegitimate ones are spoken of this way. The illegitimate ones are spoken of this way. They draw attention to themselves and not God. They gladly accept the adoration of men and women. They appeal to our pride. How many, how many know how easy that is? They appeal to our pride. Be careful of someone who always appeals to your pride. Boy, Steve. No, okay. All right. Be careful of someone who always appeals to your pride. And no wonder, for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. They will tell you that they will answer your prayers and give you what you desire. They view Jesus as their brother, that he is less than God, less than all powerful, good, and holy. Of all the lies they tell, the major ones that are told time and time again are these. The three major lies that they tell time and time again. Number one, Christ is not the only Son of God. Number two, there are many paths to God besides Christ. And number three, we have the power within us to be like God. We have the power within us to be like God. In case you're wondering... These themes are also present in some of the most popular Christian speakers and authors today. I want, I, want to hear, I want you to hear me clearly on this. These themes are also present in some of the most popular Christian speakers and authors today. You have the power within you. You have the power within you to declare it. Make it happen. Bring success into your life. Declare who you are over yourself. I'll tell you what Paul said to Corinth. It's no wonder. For Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. Be careful. It might sound good. It might sound good. 
But there are some things out there that are nothing but demonically inspired. It is trash. As Christians, we need to be aware and discerning. Amen? We need to be aware and discerning. You say, Pastor David, who are you talking about? As a discerning Christian, I would think you'd know. Amen? If you have questions for me, see me later. (laughs) But I'm telling you, as Christians, we have to be discerning. We can't just, just because pastor is in front of his name doesn't mean he's doing the work of God. Come on. I like what Paul said to the, to the church, the, the Berean church. Don't, don't believe what I say. Believe what the Word of God says. Amen? Amen. Just because something claims to be an angel doesn't make it so. Just because something claims to be an angel doesn't make it so. I want to tell you about two men this morning. I want to tell you about two men in history. Uh, the first man was named, you know, they, these are men in history that spoke to angels. They spoke to, I'm going to say, quote unquote, angels. They spoke to these angels and what happened in their lives has had repercussions until this very day. Because they spoke to an angel. One man was named Joseph Smith. In case you don't know, he's the founder of what's called Mormonism. He reported visits from an angel named Moroni. Moroni told him that he'd come directly from God and that God had chosen Smith to to restore the corrupted church. It was Smith's job to restore the corrupted church. And while many people don't know, is that Smith was heavily involved in the occult. He had been arrested many times for occultic practices. Mormons today, this is, this is truly what Mormons believe. If you say, well, I have a Mormon neighbor, I have, I have some, a loved one that's a Mormon, I mean, listen, I'll be the first to say, I, I talked about this with, with Joe the other, uh, last week, because there's some people that I know that are Mormons. Some of the nicest people you will ever meet. Family oriented. Take, give you the shirt off their back, right? Incredibly, incredibly, and sadly deceived. Incredibly and sadly deceived. You say, Pastor David, how can you say that? Because this is what they believe. They believe that the God who rules over this earth is now Lord of the universe, and that they can be a God over their own planet someday. They they believe that they can be a God over their own planet someday. They believe that, listen to this, that Jesus and Satan were spirit brothers. They believe that they were spirit brothers, and that humans are here on earth as a result of God having sex with his multiple wives on a planet near the star named Kolob. That we are a result result of that. Not only that, but they believe in what's called the war in heaven. The war in heaven. Those who fought valiantly in the war are born to the earth with white skin. Those who didn't fight valiantly in the war are born to the earth with any other color skin. This is the Mormon belief that came from the angel Moroni, quote-unquote, How many know it was not an angel he was speaking to? 
It was not an angel of God he was speaking to. Amen. He was, <laughs> this was not from God. There is another man who spoke to an angel that you should be aware of. This man was named Muhammad. He spoke to an angel who he told people was named Gabriel. Now, in the Bible, there is an angel named Gabriel. And so they took some truth and mixed it in with this. And here's what this angel, quote-unquote, taught him. That Christians have things all mixed up. And that Jesus never actually died on a cross. Muhammad, in case you don't know, is the founder of a religion called Islam. And today, nearly 25% of this planet follows its teachings. 25% of this planet. What do these so-called angels want? What do they want? This not only involves the supernatural, this involves history. This involves what's happening now. Amen? This involves a current events. If you pick up a newspaper, you will see the results of this. What do they want? They simply want this. They want to do the bidding of their master. They want to take as many people to hell with them as possible. They want to deceive as many as they can. Author Phil Phillips lists a few things about angels that Christians should be aware of. I think that that it would do us good to know these things. These are ten, I'm sorry, nine lies about angels. Not lies. These are lies. Number one lie, we should seek angels. People do this in different ways. They do it through meditation. What is meditation? For some people, meditation is emptying your mind. You want to empty your mind. Emptying your mind, and then in doing that, you encounter the supernatural. This is what's become popular in a New Age philosophy today. Empty your mind. Just empty your mind. By the way, you should know, this is dangerously deceptive. This is dangerously deceptive. It's practiced by many well-intentioned Christians even today. Just go ahead and empty your mind. Be at peace. The Bible doesn't say that. Biblical meditation, by the way, involves thinking of Scripture, filling our mind with the things of God. Not emptying our mind to let whatever comes in come in. Don't empty your mind. Fill your mind with the things of God. Amen? If you want peace to come into your life, don't empty your mind. Fill your mind with the Bible. Fill your mind with the Word of God. You know, uh, there's so many times where culture and what's generally accepted as practice starts to creep into the church. The Bible says it's the little foxes that spoil the vine. We have to be so careful as Christians. Stop seeking angels and start seeking Christ. Amen? Amen. Number two, number two lie. Angels work miracles. Angels work miracles. That's a lie. In her book entitled The Angel Book, Karen Goldman says this. Listen to this. The angel in you can heal you in many ways. They can heal illness, poverty, anger, and despair. There is an abundance of pure healing energy, joy, creativity, and unwavering inner strength available for you at all times. Sounds familiar. I don't know why. 
There's no room or mention of God here. Just angels. Number three, all angels tell the truth. That's a lie. We've already established this to be a lie. Angels aren't infallible. Remember that Satan himself was once an angel, but fell like lightning from heaven in his attempt to overthrow God. We're going to get a little bit more into that next week. When you're lost, listen to this, number, number four lie. When you're lost, angels desire to get into your heart and lead you home. This is dangerous. Demons desire to get into you. Demons desire that when they do, it's called possession. It's called possession. The Bible tells us it's only one's job to lead us from within, and that's the Holy Spirit. Amen? It's the Holy Spirit. Number five, angels, number five lie, angels can help us gain access to heaven. That's a lie. This is, I mean, it's, it's popular in culture that, you know, angels help us take, take us there. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Amen? Number six, this is, say, Pastor David, what, what is the point of all this? This, this next one, is perhaps the most common misconception that I hear from well-meaning and well-intentioned Christians. And, and don't get me wrong. They're well-meaning. They're well-intentioned. They love the Lord. But it's this. This is the lie. Human beings will become angels. Human beings will become angels. I've heard this at almost every funeral that I've been to. I've heard this... I I read it on Facebook this last week from a family who just lost their son and people, well-meaning people, saying, well, heaven just gained another angel. I know that sounds nice and that's well-meaning, but that is not the truth. It is not the truth. You know, many people, many Christians actually believe that humans become angels when they die. I want to say this. I want to make this abundantly clear. Despite what books say, what movies say, what TV shows say, we will never be angels. Never. Never. We are two distinct created beings. We are, we are created enti- we are created by God, but totally distinct from angels. In fact, I want to say this. The Bible says this in 1 Corinthians. It says, go to the next slide. It says this, do you not know that we shall judge angels? We will sit over judgment of the angels. We don't become angels. Why would we want to become less than ourselves? Amen? Why would we want to, why would we want to become less than ourselves? It's, it sounds nice to say that the loved one is now watching over us. And I want to be very sensitive because I know there's people who have lost loved ones here. And it's, and it's nice to think that the, that the person's watching over us. But the truth is this. As much as we may miss someone when they pass away, they are having one of two reactions in eternity. They're having one of two reactions. They are either completely overwhelmed in the presence of God and we are the farthest thing from their minds just completely overwhelmed by the love and presence of God. Or they are facing an eternity separated from God. And they are wishing they could tell others 
to avoid their torment. I have biblical precedence for both. It's one of two reactions. And I understand how nice it is to say that they're watching over us, but in truth, I want them to be glorying in the presence of my Savior. In truth, I don't. I, I, if my wife passes before me, or if I pass before her, which is probably likely, who knows? <laughs> I'm having a double cheeseburger after lunch, so we'll see. <laughs> after lunch, I said after lunch. I meant for lunch. Dang it! I'm just kidding. One on one, whoever wants to go, praise the Lord. I know it's nice to think that I'd be, you know, peering through the clouds and looking down and, and how, are my, how are my wife and how are my kids? It's the Holy Spirit's job to watch over my wife and kids. Amen? God sends angels, legitimate angels, to watch over my wife and kids. Amen? I'm going to be glorying in His presence. I'm going to be glorying in His presence. Don't bother me now. I'm just glorying His presence. Amen? I'm worshiping Him because He is worthy of it. Because He is he's to be magnified and glorified. I can't wait to be up there. Come on. I can't wait to be up there. I'm excited about it. I'm not talking about escapism. I don't want to get out of here sooner than what I need to be. But I'm telling you, I'm excited about being up there and just being in the presence of God. I'm excited about being up there just, oh my goodness, I don't have to be worried about bills. I don't have to be worried about this. I don't have to be worried about that. You know what? I don't need to hear your problems. I don't have my problems. I am in the presence of the Almighty God and His glory just washes over me. Come on. Come on. You know, I'm going to get a new body. Don't you all laugh at once. Woo! Heavenly body be excited I don't have to pretend to run come on you know my wife's never asked me like have you ever done any exercise actually no have you I don't know anyway I did a sit up leave me alone I do half in the morning the other half at night leave me alone Come on. Hey, I know it's, it's nice to say that they become angels, but, but they're going to be rejoicing with God. Amen? Amen. Man. <laughs> Number seven, I want to really quickly here. Angels want to uncover our hidden goodness and make us like God. The Bible doesn't teach us that. The Bible doesn't teach us that. We have no goodness apart from God. Romans, Romans says this. Go to the next slide. I like this. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We, apart from God, we are nothing. Amen? Apart from God, I am nothing. Number eight, angels are always reaching out to us. The truth is this. True angels are God's messengers. They are His servants, and they only reach out to us when God commands it. There's people, because there's people enamored with angels. There's books a million on angels. Focused on angels. Number nine is this. This is really popular in culture, but again, this is not true. That angels know what it's like to be human. It's popular, but it's not true. Angels don't have an idea what it's like to be human. To be human means that they would be the same as us, but they are created distinctly different from us. 
They do not marry. They do not have families. They are God's servants. They, they will never, listen to this, they will never experience salvation from sin. Jesus died for us. Amen? He died for His creation that was made in the image of God. Amen? Hebrews 1.14 says this. Uh, go to the next slide. It says, oh, that's not it. It's right here. It says that they, that angels are sent forth, listen to this, that angels are sent forth for those who will inherit salvation. Angels are sent forth for those who will inherit salvation. That's us. Now, if those are the lies about angels, what is the truth? If those are the lies about angels, what is the truth? Number one, God's angels are, God's angels are his warriors and servants. They will never tell us anything contrary to the Bible. If you've spoken to an angel or had, had an angel speak to you or you felt God speak to you in, in your quiet time or just some random time, you have to say, well, does this line up with the Word of God? Because if it's not, if it doesn't line up with the Word of God, that wasn't God. Amen? If it doesn't, don't, listen to me. If it does not line up with the Word of God, I don't care who says it. I don't care if his name is Pastor So-and-so. If it doesn't line up with the Word of God, it's not from God. Amen? Number two, they, what is true about angels? They will never accept the praise of men. They always seek to bring glory to Christ. They always, seek, they always push glory to God. Number, th- number, number three, they rejoice whenever someone puts their trust in Christ. Whenever someone puts their trust in Christ, there was angels rejoicing the day you accepted Jesus Christ in your heart. Amen? There was angels rejoicing that day. What else is true? They are ministering spirits who help, who help walk alongside the faithful, helping us and encouraging us. I want to end this today by reading uh, Hebrews 13.2. Go to the next slide. It says this. Do not forget to entertain strangers, for by doing, for so, I'm sorry, for by so doing, have some unwittingly entertained angels. So, Pastor David, what does that mean? Do not forget to entertain angels. That word entertain there means this, show hospitality to. Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing so, by doing so, some have unwittingly shown hospitality to angels. Some of you here may have encountered angels at some point. Some, some of you here may have encountered, I will never forget the story my professor told me. He was sitting down to dinner one day. I'm sure I've told this story before and I'll tell it again. He was sitting down to dinner one day when a knock came on his door. It was a man that wanted to say he needed gas for his car. It was down the road. And he said, man, I'm sorry, can you, can you go to the neighbor's farm? We're, we're just sitting down to dinner. We're really in, just, we're there in a hurry. And he said, well, I just need a little bit of gas. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, the neighbor will have some for you. We're, our whole family's here. We're just sitting down to dinner. He said, okay, well, he turned. He shut the door. He turned, and then he thought about it. Turned back again. The man was completely gone. The man was completely gone. My professor, who I trust, and I believe that this is his account and it is the truth for him, he says that God spoke to him that he had sent an angel to minister to him. But he never showed hospitality to him. 
Be careful. Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers. Not just because it's our Christian duty, which it is. It's our Christian duty, amen, to minister to others. But in doing so, doing so, I keep saying Sue, in doing so, some of you are ministering to angels. Ministering to angels. And, and, and man, how much of a blessing would that be? Amen? How much of a blessing would that be? Some of you might have encountered an angel at some point, or you say even you've had that experience. Some, some of you may experience that in the future. Some of you, you know, I, 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 I pray that God someday reveals those things to my eyes. I want to see what my grandmother saw. I want to see angels in this church. My grandmother would say she would sit there during church and she would see angels in the corners of the church just worshiping along with us. It was powerful. It was powerful. Some of you may encounter in the future, some of you may not, but it's important to know the difference between what's of God and what's not. It's important to know the difference between what's of God and what's not. Author, again, Bill Myers has some really great insight in relation to this topic. He says this, Usually when people in the Bible encountered real angels, they were filled with terror and fear, often falling to the ground, covering their faces, and thinking that they were going to die. The reason for this is pretty clear. Those angels just came from the awesome, holy presence of God. They just came from the awesome, holy presence of God. We focused on them for this study, but never forget, our true focus should always be on God. Our true focus should always be put on God. We thank Him for sending help our way when we're in need. We thank Him for it when we're in need. Now, it is uh, 12.02. Next week, we're going to be discussing the demonic. We're going to be getting into what's called demonology. I want to say this, though. It's not to, to... While we are looking at it, 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 is, it is not to glorify it. It's not to magnify it. It's to make you aware of the devil's devices. Amen? It's to make you aware of the devil's devices. And I will say this again next week. We have to know that our strength and authority is in the name and blood of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you so much for this day you've given us this chance to come together to do what we have to do. Lord, I just, Lord, I thank you for those who are here to hear the word this morning. Lord, that you would move on our behalf this week. Lord, that your holy presence, Lord, I thank you for sending angels to watch over us. Man, I thank you for sending angels to watch over us. Lord, I, I pray that, that in some way, Lord, that you would reveal those things to us. Lord, that you would open up our eyes just a little bit to be able to see those things. Lord, I yearn for that. Lord, I pray right now in Jesus' name that our focus, even in this study of the supernatural, that our focus would just be on you. That our focus would just be on your presence. Lord, that you would draw us closer to you. Lord, I pray for those this morning who are going through some pains and hurts and agony. Lord, for those who are missing loved ones. Lord, for those who 
are just going through a disaster in their life right now, Lord, that you would move on their behalf. Lord, that you would watch over them, that you would give them comfort. Lord, I pray over each person here that you would bless them. Lord, that you would keep them. God, that you would cause your face to shine down upon them. And Lord, that you would give them rest. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 We love you. God bless you. We'll see you Saturday for Trunk or Treat. If you are uh, if you are interested at all in helping with the nursery, there's going to be a meeting directly after the service. God bless you. Have a great week.